0: But I just gotta know one thing.
1: Are you ready? No! I said! Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. A member of the Pulse Podcast Network. And your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back, and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts,
0: Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. All right, welcome in everybody. This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast and today we have a guest that uh, we had on before but haven't talked to him in in a while on our show and we have the amazing Rory Gulak back on the show.
1: Yo, back on 215 Brotherly Love Podcast, man. I'm pumped right now. As well,
2: yeah. as well you should be because it is a glorious day in the city of Brotherly Love. Not just yeah. from a wrestling standpoint, just because of a sport <laughs> known as baseball. We got our we got ourselves a big gun, a big hired gun, making a shit ton of money, but all is well right now in the city of Philadelphia.
1: It's insane that I think it's the same week that Nick Foles gets announced that we're not going to re-sign him, and then we sign the biggest thing ever in baseball. Is that pretty crazy or what?
0: Yeah, and I mean, 13 years, no trade clause, no opt-out. He's going to be a Philly for life. Um, Bryce Harper, everyone better get get used to Bryce Harper and Philly's pinstripes. It's going to be a long time.
1: Yeah, we need we need something. I mean, the, uh, it's been been 10 years plus now since the uh, Phillies have uh, really done some damage so it'll be nice to have have some uh, something to get excited about
2: damn right I'm excited I can't can't wait I'm going to opening day and I can't freaking wait now
1: (laughs) yeah it's gonna be packed
2: so um, since it's been such a long
0: time uh, what have you been up to Rory?
1: You know, just what everybody else does, goes to Cuba.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I left my job bartending, and uh, everybody's like, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, "I don't know. You go to Cuba," and that's what I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've seen that on your social media account, and we're like, w- "Who goes to Cuba just because?"
1: Yeah, it was. It literally happened just like that. Um, uh, I hit my uh, friend up, Chase Pammy and he's part of uh usa wrestling and they train here in the olympic training center for the prtc which is pennsylvania regional training center and i was like hey man uh i'm leaving my job this week at, at bartending i'm gonna have a lot more free time nights. so let's get together catch up what are you what are you doing um, next week he's like i can't do anything right now i gotta i gotta get ready i'm going to compete in cuba hmm. and i was like well when are you going he's like the uh uh what was it uh last week you know february the third week of february i was like um can I go? <laughs> and then he's like, uh, let me uh, find out what I'm rooming with. And yeah. So turns out he's room with my other buddy, Dan, who also competes there. And I had a flight voucher ready to go. So the $600 flight to Cuba turned into a $90 flight to Cuba wow. and that
0: was it. Wow. So, I mean, was it more, What I mean, obviously like training or did you uh, sightseeing a little bit of both?
1: It was a little bit of both. Um, like they were there to compete. So there's mm-hmm. a tur- tournament in Cuba, which Cuba is known for. You know, some of the best wrestlers in the world. For people that don't know and they're following, um, it's quite astonishing when you get there. Their their arena that they train is huge. They have four full wrestling mats. Which a wrestling mat in amateur wrestling is probably 25 by 25 feet. They have four of them lined up, and it's still plus room. But the and you know some of the best wrestlers in the world that are going to train on that mat. And the crazy thing is, is it's so poor there at the same time, and there's, like, all the windows are smashed out, but it creates, like, a, a beautiful training center because the, it's so nice, the weather's perfect. You're in the, the Caribbean, the islands, and it's 88 degrees, sunny, it's not overly humid, and it uh, had open windows, so there was, like, a breeze in there, they had music playing, and everyone's just training with the, the best wrestlers in the world. Hmm. But um, they were, they, you know, the first two days they got there, they had to train and cut weight and make weight for the, the tournament, which was two days. So I got to kind of enjoy the whole time, you know, like they're, they're literally in the, in the saunas and, uh, just working out on the treadmills and everything, just trying to make their weight down. And I'm just chilling by the pool, drinking a beer.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> it sounds like living the life. So I was,
1: I was living the life down there. So it, it was <laughs> awesome. I got to be a part of Titan Mercury Wrestling was the, the club that took them down there, which is the largest in the United States. And sponsored the trip for them um uh, to be a part of that i'm just you know every wrestler on that team was a national placer at some point you know competing for an olympic dream so it, it's when you say you're training with the best you know it's not just some high school kids that are state champs or have done you know x y and z these are the best usa wrestlers in the world
0: hmm. that's pretty cool now um are you a cigar smoker I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because, I mean, there, if you're going down to Cuba, obviously you ha- at least have to smoke a Cuban cigar. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't ever smoke. I don't, you know, I, I don't really ever drink either. But, um, you know, I, I didn't mind the fact they don't have to inhale a cigar. So if uh, one of these guys down there actually had a cigar that was, they were handmade for him from the, the factory, which was, like, ultra special. And they were like, these would probably sell for $200 each. Cool. So... When he offered me one, I wasn't gonna say no. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. So it actually was yeah, it was super smooth. And uh, you know, for for what a cigar smoking smoking is, that was like my first time really ever smoking a cigar. I smoked maybe one ever before, but uh, so yeah, you, they were they were pretty good.
2: You pop your proverbial smoke. cherry in Cuba smoking a yeah. cigar. That's if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you know. Do it right. Like, do it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're back. You quit your job. So what what what's on the horizon like what what does that mean is you just giving up everything or, or is this 100- on oh, no, no, no I like,
1: uh, you know what's a, if I'm working I'm I'm working I'm only training part-time and immediately after I ever stop working or if I have more time than usual I just start training full-time so every day this week I've been to training or, or going to the gym twice you know a day and and I just really pick that up I won't ever I never slow down I never like waste time and then uh, even just coaching wrestling I picked up on Just in the meantime, before I I get a part-time job and and figure that thing out. Um, But, yeah, because you you can't really um, just bank on hoping that you're going to full-time be able to live off of pro wrestling. Because it's it's that hard to do. And unless you have every day during the weekend, plus merchandise sales, plus X, Y, and Z, you you ultimately can't. So you do need a part-time job at some point. Um, So, you know, I figured why not go to Cuba get get some uh some relaxation time i you know have a long weeks and then i'll figure it out so in the process now with a couple of places and then just uh actually have like a, a really busy april too which is coming up nice and, and march has a lot of bookings, so the beginning of the year started a slow but i think throughout the year now it's it's going to pick up nicely
2: so the road to the wrestlemania is good for all not just the wwe
1: yeah i mean that man that, that woodstock weekend of wrestling is, is uh <laughs> You know, that's the only way to say is it. amazing you know all jokes aside <laughs> I think right now I'm wrestling every day starting Wednesday till till Sunday mania so I'll be uh, I'll have something to do every day and I might have a couple other things that works too to, to hopefully get on
0: now are you gonna be in the area up there
1: yeah I'll be there I'll be there all week I'll be in New York New Jersey and then um uh, yeah, every year I've been fortunate enough so far since I think Texas. To 2015 to, to go down all weekend and then uh, this year I'll be able to do something every day which will be awesome Nice,
2: now what are your uh, what are your big events coming up do you have any uh, that you're more particularly looking forward to
1: I'm actually looking forward to all of them, uh, especially Mania weekend are good uh, I, you know I, I, I won't really take a, a booking if I'm not something that I want to do because aside from trying to make money off of it, it's something I enjoy doing, so I want to have like a good match, or I want to have a good place that I work for, and I really am selective on that stuff, if it's a promotion, I know the guy, I don't like him, or I can't get along with him, or I just hurt, hurt X, Y, and Z, and chances are I won't work with them, so a lot of the bookings that I'm on, it's actually places that I want to be in and enjoy my time, um, this month, what do we got coming up here, we got, uh, what are we in, we're about to be in March, a mm-hmm. couple yeah. of hours. March 9th. This weekend's actually uh, the ending of the season for the high school wrestling, so I've been helping out at my old high school, Northeast High School, and uh, coaching over there a little bit. And we have a kid, uh, Jamil Coles, his name is. He's 195 pounds. He's right now 38-0 going into the regional tournament, and he has a very good shot to go to states, uh, the state tournament, which will be the second kid ever from Northeast High School to go there. And the first time that uh, the coach that uh, currently coaches there, has been there for 12 years now almost. Uh, we'll take a kid to states if he goes. So he's got a he's got to place top four this weekend at regionals, which will be in Bethlehem, PA. Hmm. Uh, so I'll be up there at that, and uh, it's one of the toughest regionals in the whole country. Just for basis that the kids placed at this tournament that go on to like the national championships in college are from this area. That's how how tough it is to make it out of this tournament. Hmm. So for him to him to do that, that'll be uh, pretty impressive. The kid that I coached a couple of years ago, Miles Lee, took first at that tournament. Wow. So, he was the only kid ever from the public league to to place first in that tournament so that's how tough it is down there
0: now um we seen i've uh, seen your promo on uh on twitter for shikara's uh young lions cup um got to be excited for that considering was it two years ago you uh you took the whole thing
1: the johnny kid invitational i want oh i'm sorry
0: i'm sorry yes yeah, you're no, right yeah, no. yeah. No.
1: Yeah, so they have two tournaments yeah, it's right. almost like the, uh, the jun- not the juniors I don't want to say a junior tournament but I guess it kind of is and it's more like uh, the newer guys on the scene I think it's you know people have only been wrestling for a few years to really want to break out into a star mm-hmm. this is like their, their tournament to be in um, whereas I think the Johnny Kidd Invitational he like, really pulled in like some of the senior wrestlers and people that have been you know wrestling for a long time and, and you know you pull them, them in for that tournament so it's two different tournaments um, but I got a singles match with Missile Assault, man. I've never wrestled him. I'm super excited because he's really good, and uh, he's pretty tough. So I know uh, if I get in the ring with him, we're going to have a battle. Uh, yeah, March 16th plus is at the Wrestle Factory. has kind of been choppy for me. I haven't been on too many events, but I think uh, that's just the way this last year went. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he really tried to – a lot of people made their debut, and they really did a different approach on, on Chakar as a whole in that season. And then hopefully I can make some waves Going back into Chicago this year Um, Just backtracking on the second So they have the regional tournament Which is Friday, Saturday And then on March 9th I go to uh, IWA Mid-South Which I haven't wrestled since 2011 Um, The last time I was there I did King of the Death Matches And now I'm going to do their He's doing a junior tournament uh, Which I'm, I'm beyond stoked for That should be really awesome
0: and now, uh, the junior tournament, though, like, any names uh, that people should be looking out for what, that you're going to be a part of?
1: In that tournament itself, uh, are you saying for Chikara or for the IWA, man?
0: For the IWA.
1: Yeah, IWA. I mean, uh, I'm just going here right now. I know he announced uh, right off the bat was Darby Allen, Eli Everfly. Uh, he's pulling in, in a bunch of uh, established people, which I haven't wrestled yet, and I'm pumped. I think like Darby Allen's almost like a modern-day Sick McMondo. Oh, itself. wow.
2: So that's how highly you think of Darby Allen right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he, he was only wrestling for a few months, and he signed a contract with Evolve. It was a, a full-time contract. So Gabe saw something in him, in him special, and he's uh, I've seen him wrestle several times, and the kid's got that it factor when he wrestles, and he just goes out. I think the one match with him and Chris Dickinson, he, it was like the opening sequence and he took a back body drop from Chris Dickinson to the outside, um, and his legs just smacked the guardrail, and he went headfirst in the floor. Oh. And he just got up, and I'm watching it, and that was just the beginning of the match. And he continued through the whole thing, and it just got crazier and crazier. And I'm talking to him after the, the match, and I was just like, "Dude, I was like, you're, you're gonna be, uh, you're probably gonna have a short career." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "I don't know if you, you thought about this." <laughs> But uh, it might not last too long for you if you keep doing this. And then I found out that he was a uh, professional skateboarder. Uh, and he does, like, he was, like, you know, he's used to, like, falling from those, those heights and stuff, so his body's kind of adapted to the way it's, a, you know, to the best possible outcome. You can fall from that. If he's falling from a half pipe that's 50 feet in the air to the ground, whether you have a pad on or not, that's pretty high up. Yeah. So even before getting into professional wrestling, his body's uh, been through the ringer already. it's kind yeah, of I'm like Sorry, I'm trying to look up the list. He had it on here somewhere. I don't even know how many other people. I mean, for all I know, this, this show could get canceled. I have no idea. That's you know, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, it's notorious for either of in South. I don't think it will. I spoke to him this week about it. And he uh, assured me that will be uh, good to go. Their uh, junior champ is, uh, what is it, Aaron Williams, I think. Okay. He's, he's really good. He's from Rockstar Pro. I've never competed with him either. Hmm. Yeah, Planet Williams, which is... Uh, Sorry, Aaron Williams. Yeah, Aaron Williams. So. Okay. A few names that I actually know it right now, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm looking forward to it.
0: And now, um, I mean, obviously, since since we have last spoken, a lot a lot has happened. We talked to you last year for a little bit. Um, now, where you're at, obviously, you're doing a lot of the independent promotions and a lot of matches that you you love to do, and which your style is. Uh, a very technical style. Um, what do you think can push you to that next level um, and, and just get you where you want to be and where your goal is to attain?
1: Uh, if I was, uh, I don't know, 6'2 and like 280, <laughs> I'd probably <be> now and <laughs> still wrestle the way I do. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we talked. It was a month before the tryout that I, I, I was fortunate enough to have. And, uh, you know, I had to try out with WWE. In, uh in my in my eyes the way it went it couldn't have gone uh, too much better for me I really um, excelled in a lot that they they wanted us to do um, and I, I had good feedback a lot of good feedback and, and almost what I've gathered from how they do it is they'll give you advice and they give you feedback and they really want to see what you're gonna do with that advice and feedback and mm-hmm. if you know, they give everybody timelines. I, I don't know, like you know, what a timeline would be, but I'm sure they have some kind of timeline where they probably want to revisit what I've done,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to see how uh, the advice was to that change is the best way I could say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I, there was probably nobody more in shape than I was at that tryout, and there was probably 80 people there. It was time to do cardio. They had a cardio drill, and they needed somebody to go twice. And I went twice, and you had to do this whole circuit through all the rings there, which are seven rings or whatever it was. And by the time I was done it twice, I was smiling at them and I was making a joke saying, am I doing something wrong?
0: Like,
1: am, I, <laughs> am I supposed to be tired right now? Um, so the cardio aspects of working out wise I crushed it. Uh, I, had a, a, I got to do a live match and there was a lot of good feedback from that match and a lot of good advice that I was received from, from the trainers there. So only, only can you get better, unfortunately. And I got my brother and he watches all my stuff and every time I wrestle is an improvement. Every time I wrestle, I get feedback and, and just one step closer to what that may be. You know, uh, I always tell people, Drew didn't get signed off his tryout. Mm. A lot of those guys, you know, don't get signed right away when they have tryouts. Um, same thing they told us there. Their example was Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa uh, killed it, right? They killed their tryout. They crushed it, and they just didn't get signed. And then they had another opportunity that came up, and it was like a couple years later at NXT, and they had blew the roof off. and that's when they were actually signed. So the trials are a way for them to evaluate you and to look at you. And, you know, it's not just the top pro wrestlers that at these tryouts, there's the top athletes in the world that are there. There was another guy, Jacob Casper is in my tryout. And I watched this guy at the NCAAs. he's He was, uh, he lost only there pretty much Kyle Snyder. And that kid was, you know, Olympic gold medalist that year in the same year as college. and, this kid's, you know, an all-star and he's there. So you're competing against not just other pro wrestlers that are there, but you're competing against top athletes that they're looking at to to develop into superstars.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's one thing I've always wondered is they they bring in, like you said, top athletes all over the place. Now, obviously, like with conditioning, strength and conditioning and all that, that they try you guys out on, how does it work with like how, how, I mean, of course, from your opinion, how would they grade like a football player coming in and doing it, and wanting to become a wrestler, compared to like you who've been you've been wrestling since what you're 18? I mean, how do you, how do they? You know, I mean, judge on a scale of that like that with two completely different people?
1: They they uh they have everyone's information down on like a paper. So while you're working out, all the trainers in there have like a resume right in front of them, and they can track exactly who you are, what you've done, um, everything's detailed. And what it comes down to is when you have the opportunity, if you're lucky enough on the last day, they'll give you a a trial match essentially in front of them. And if you've wrestled before, you're allowed to have the match. And obviously if you've never competed or wrestled before, they're not going to put somebody in the ring because Mm -hmm. of that. Um, So it's an advantage and a disadvantage at the same time, because if you're a top athlete superstar coming in there, uh, and you got a huge name to, you or you have a huge, huge athletic performance, and you have the look and the drive. You know they're looking at you for that. They're not going to look at you for the wrestling reasons because they know you. You obviously don't know any of that. And it's a training center. You know yeah. if they get a top athlete who's a great coachable person who has a superstar look, they're going to take that person because they're going to mold them into how they want them to mold them into. Mm-hmm. Whereas. Hypothetically I could go in there and I, maybe I've been wrestling ten years now and as good as I may be there might be something that they may not like about me or there may be something, you know uh, that that that's not gonna stand out to them. So there's a lot of a pros and the concept, but the people that don't have any wrestling backgrounds don't have the opportunity to do uh, the trial match, but they do all the drills, they drew they do all the basic stuff that everyone else does and the only difference is we don't they don't do the matches at the end
0: okay yeah I guess that yeah makes
1: makes a lot of sense
2: takes the risk of injuring someone out of the equation
1: yeah I mean it's awesome that training center is designed for ultimate safety performance and, and just to make the best superstars like they have helmets now for people that are just starting out so you're not just bashing your skull like, you know on the mat and, and you know developing CT when you're 14 years old by uh, whoever getting beat up in a ring so I'm jealous of that that's it it's really cool it's 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 wrestling heaven. I said that, you know, when I came back and it, to be down there's wrestling heaven, it's really awesome.
2: So I guess that's the the importance of keeping yourself active and getting as many bookings as possible. So that way you have more tape to look at, you have more opportunity to better yourself and the greater chance of potentially getting to where you ultimately want to be, if it's WWE or any of the other maybe new promotions that are starting to sign a lot of talent up.
1: Exactly
0: now there's like he said with the new promotions well i mean what's your opinion with AEW starting up and i mean everything going on with you know people ask you for their release and stuff like that it's just is a lot happening in in the world of wrestling right now and uh people are saying that it's very obviously very good because you have now another place for more wrestlers to go to What's your opinion on AEW and everything that goes into it?
1: Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, I say that as not as like most people think, where they're, they're gonna go and try to take down WWE. I don't okay. think like you know that that awesome. I think it's awesome that it just shows to you how how booming wrestling is right now. That this can happen. That. I don't think if this was early 2000s that this would even be a thought, that this, this this idea would even possibly happen or even early 2010s. But because of how well the WWE is and how, how awesome they're doing right now with everything and just NXT and 205 Live and whatever it may be, the, the the women's boom right now again, it's that just shows to you that something like AEW is possible. So when something like that can happen, it just shows to you there's almost unlimited potential for – x y and z to break out i mean you look at just a the more indie way of looking at it is look at joey Janela's spring break and game changer right yes and they're sold out two nights i don't know the uh, any other indie show that's sold out probably Mania a weekend now aside from ring of honor versus new japan which isn't an, an indie show yeah um, looking at the other stuff uh you know what, you know what i mean like what i'm saying on that
0: oh yeah absolutely i mean and not only that for them to... i mean a lot of people are you have both. I mean, detractors and people that can't wait. And like you said, like people want them to put WWE out of business because they're the new thing. And I think if you're looking at that, you look at the way Cody and the Bucks and all them they talk. They're not really looking to comp- like compete and put WWE out of business. They're they're trying to change the world. They're trying to open everything up and do things differently and uh, I think it's a, I mean, especially from a wrestling fan standpoint, the more wrestling that's out there, I mean, it's just great to be able to watch different styles, different companies and all that being out there and available.
1: Yeah. I mean, exactly, exactly like that. You're not going to put WWE out of business. It's just not going to happen. Um, there's a reason why they are where they are and all always will me on that level up top like that, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I think if, if anybody was gonna put like WWE out of business with good wrestling, like well, WCW didn't do it. Well, you know, ECW didn't do it. Ring of Honor didn't do it. You know, and you have this this massive company coming up because you have massive superstars that join there. But there, there's gonna be kids that don't care about that. There's gonna be kids that always are gonna watch John Cena. There's gonna be kids that always want to watch somebody else. They're not, you know, they're not all just kids are gonna. Delete the WWE now or to go just jump into AEW. That's not going to happen. Like yeah. Fans, yeah that's, that's absurd.
2: It's definitely not going to happen at the rate that some people think it's going to happen. Like, there's just going to be this mass unfollowing to just follow this one promotion when the smart person will say, well, look, you don't have to stop watching one to watch the other. They're going to be on all different days. And with fucking DVR and shit nowadays, I mean, you can watch everything.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's just another. It's another product that you can watch, and people who love New Japan, they they're diehard New Japan or Hard Ring of Honor. They still end up watching WWE anyway. You know, they're not they're not just watching you know New Japan half the time and just deleting WWE. I mean, you know, I mean in some cases you hear that, but for the most part, everybody watches everything because it's wrestling. If you love wrestling, you're going to support it no matter what.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the one thing I I was watching, um, I happened to catch up on two hundred five live. And Drew wrestled Brian Kendrick this past week. Did you happen to see 205 Live?
1: Tonight, I was going to watch the uh, match. I went to watch it the other day and just unfortunately didn't have the time to. Um, I heard they crushed it. I mean, I'm obviously not surprised, but I heard it was really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, and but the thing is, and I don't put this on either of the guys, but I don't know if you heard, but there was chance of this is boring um, during the match. And... I think it's more a prisoner of where they film it or when they film it after SmackDown Live. I mean, and it's just... I think 205 Live, the guys bust their ass on that show and do some of the best wrestling that WWE puts out next to NXT. And the platform that they put it on, they really need their own night prime time like a Thursday night at 8 o'clock would be way better than Wednesday at, at 10. Or, you know I mean? It just... It doesn't make any sense.
2: doesn't do it justice.
0: It really doesn't.
1: It's tough, and I, I don't know if we said this last time, but I, the way I still look at it is... Uh, I'm sorry, one second. Mm-hmm. sending text. Um, I still look at it as, like, people said the same thing about NXT when it started. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Five years ago, or, or however long it's been now... It was it two thousand twelve? Seven years ago now. It's been yeah. See, everyone said the same thing about NXT. It wasn't going to be this. It wasn't going to be that. And when it started, it was hot wrestling, and people just still weren't into it. You know what I mean? And now look at it. It's, they're running their own. They're running their own pay per views. Yeah. So, It's still in the baby stages. 205 lives only been around for was it two years now? It's on its second year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's been revamped since because it started to take a completely different turn and now it's back to more of the athletic wrestling and you're they're starting to try and get characters over differently now not recycling old characters to try and elevate the division they're trying to take the people that they have and elevate it that way yeah um
1: yeah i agree Uh, it's the same thing it's just amazing wrestling going on there and it's it's definitely turned back into what it was um whether you have people like Kenta leaving and and whatnot, I mean those doors all those guys have opportunities wherever they want to go um they're all they're all the top superstars and wrestlers those guys are phenomenal just as like anybody else on the roster or NXT or anywhere anyone on 205 Live can, can put on a main event at Wrestlemania if they really had the opportunity in my opinion you know with that stuff
0: yeah, I, I mean, that's the other thing is that I know a lot of people, a lot of people that support 205 Live, I mean, they always are mad when it's on the pre-show. It's not on the main card. Um, but, I mean, we've said it a thousand times on all our shows. It, it's still on the pay-per-view. It's still the card. It's Whether it's pre-show or mid, you know what I mean, or, or in the middle of the card, you're still getting the platform. And they're still, and every single time they go out there, they're killing it every time. I mean... The champion, Buddy Murphy, is ridiculous in the ring. Uh, Drew and, I mean, Cedric Alexander, everybody, they're so good and so entertaining, and every match seems like a four- or five-star match. So, like you said, it's still building, and I I think that it just needs, I I think a a different time slot would definitely help out, especially with the eyes. And people have already sat through a two-hour event in SmackDown. Now, they're... Yeah, it's a lot. I mean... Two, three I've hours. There,
1: I've, been there, I've, I've been there, you know, live and I, I, I've been a part of 205 Live and, and, and whatever and it's a long time and, uh, you know, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll put a, I don't know if you guys know this, but after 205 Live, they'll have a, a headliner match actually on mm-hmm. after. So a lot of times it'll be like, um, I remember the one show, it was like Nakamura versus uh Dolph Ziggler. It was after 205 Live just so they can keep the, the people in there because 205's not as established. So they'll do that kind of stuff and people will stick around for that because afterward it's almost like, it's like, uh, it's like the end of a movie that was really good and you just sat through a three hour movie, but they have the post credit scenes and you're the people that leave because you don't even know the post credit scenes about to go on <laughs> or you, you don't even, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. even thinking of it. It's like kind of like that. And, uh.
2: All the Marvel movies that I've watched that I've purposely sat through. Yeah,
1: and now, now you're like engraved too. Like you sit through other movies that don't even have an ending, but you're just hoping something. <laughs> I think I forgot what I did that too the other day. I was like, wait, we gotta sit there, and they're like, it's not a Marvel movie. This wasn't even making. I was like, I forgot what movie it was. Uh, I, I like, you know, you just pull your phone real quick and see if it's there.
2: I remember doing that like olden days with wrestling too. Like you would wait till it's like. The match is over. You're just sitting here like, this can't be it. There's got to be something that's going to happen. They're not going to end it this way. And sometimes they didn't, and then you're really disappointed when it ended that way. You're
0: yeah, like, they, the man. lights would come up. The ring crew would come out to take down the ring. you like, oh, no, it really is over.
1: Yeah. Exactly, yeah. You're waiting there. Yeah, exactly the same, same concept. All
0: right, so, um, I mean – Aside from the other the other bookings and all that, there is you put out a tweet actually earlier today that we wanted to ask you about. And it's with your um, Little Mondo uh, face paint back when you were in CZW. Is this uh, a foresight to what might be coming? Or just something to mess around with the fans? <laughs> uh,
1: first off, it's the Rory Mondo face paint, okay? I'm the sorry.
0: I'm sorry.
1: I can't ever do Little Mondo anymore because I'm not little. That, so. Okay. So, you know, once I got, finally started working out, I became Roy Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the past. Uh, you, you always see these posts where people are like, let's see how many followers I can get, X, Y, and Z. So yeah. I, I kind of wanted to just see what I could get from this. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do this face paint again, because I remember after I did it, it was obviously the last match with KJF. And people from all over are just like, dude, like if you wanna come back and wrestle as that, like I'll bring you in or people were like, You'd probably get like signed if you had this or, or that and I'm not doing it for any reason of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I do get five thousand followers I will do this face painting in. Um, mm-hmm. uh,
2: and you're just yeah. gonna there's gonna be no plan after that, you'll bring it out whenever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kinda like the demon for uh, you know, Finn
1: Balor. He brings it out when he wants to and goes back, so I don't know, maybe it'll be like the demon for Rory Gulak, and, and uh, it'll be like that. And uh, The yeah, amazing I, I mean, demon. I, I he didn't agree to it yet, but Joker's going to have to be on board for this, because he's, he's the one that does the face paint. <laughs> he's well, the one that does it for about an hour
0: so. I mean, we would love to see it, so anyone who is listening, at Rory Gulak, go follow him, get him to this uh, 5,000 that he's looking for, and you'll see the tweet that he put out, and it is a the, I mean, the face pay itself is pretty badass. So basically,
2: just this forces him to keep his word. So you have to follow him just for that purpose alone.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Hey, if you're not posting this tonight, man, I, I put it on there five hours, five thousand tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, we're posting it tonight. It'll go up, absolutely.
1: Awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. So be five thousand, um, right on there. And then just a couple other bookings too. Like just to go back, um, I can just run down like the 29th, This is. Uh, Vintage Dressing That's gonna be in South Philadelphia. It's actually like 10 minutes from where I live right now. I got a big match with that. It's a four-way that show uh, has a ton of people on it. New Japan people on it. Some other people. It's gonna be in Philadelphia. Sounds crazy. You guys know about this?
2: Yes, we do. We uh, we saw it on uh, what are we? I think we saw it on Twitter or on. I a think you or put
0: up you put up uh, a couple like a couple of your bookings that were coming up. We saw that. Yeah, yeah and, that was uh, And I didn't know like the, I, I forget what. What the actual venue is? I didn't even know there was wrestling that was there.
1: This isn't the this isn't the venue they did the last show. They did their first show in Philly, like in in uh, in Port Richmond, and then now they're doing it in South Philly. So it's actually a different mm-hmm. a different place they're actually doing it. It's the Old Pine Community Center in Philadelphia, South Philadelphia. It's like Fourth and Lombard, I think.
2: Yeah, it's right in Old City, right?
1: Yeah, it's right in Old City. I actually, delivered a wrestling mat there. Several years ago, for they were having a team start up there, and I don't know what they did with it, but I, I remember dropping a wrestling mat in this place. Hmm. Um, yeah, but it's a cool little venue, uh, so that should be exciting to wrestle there. And then, uh, just WrestleMania weekend, we got the uh, Wednesdays, the pizza party. If you guys want to watch pizza and wrestling, I'm actually in a street fight. I don't know what they're thinking. I'm not going to be doing any death matches or any of that crap. <laughs> so... I'll fight around. I'll beat somebody up. Absolutely. And then um, the you, fourth might, is... you might
2: take a pizza to the face.
1: <laughs> I'm down with that. I'll, I'll, I'll beat a pizza, absolutely. I can eat a pizza pretty quick. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the following day, uh, the 4th, I have uh, some things coming up. I'm still trying to finalize a deal with uh, IWS in Canada. We're trying to, to secure a spot on that. Uh, hopefully that works through. And then, uh, you know, because Josh Barnett with his blood sport kind of bitched out. Yeah, I'll say it right here. Uh, he doesn't want anything to do with it, man. He's he's, he's like uh, kind of messaged me a few times about it and said some stuff. But, yeah, I, I really want to fight him or somebody on blood sport but they uh, they don't want to use me. So it's you know it's understandable that Josh is, you know, pretty scared about it, you know, being 41 and I'm 20, 28 years old. And he knows that. If it went past 30 seconds in the ring, he's probably going to die. So I hope he's okay out there in blood sport. But, uh, yeah, he's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> and then
2: going on, uh, going on April the 5th here, we'll move along. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We're right. not going to let you move along just yet because we've seen the tweets. We've seen the call-outs. What-
0: and no responses to all that. I mean, you're legitimately – there's been no response. You tweet out and – Nothing comes he, of it.
1: He's replied. He's, he said some stuff like the one that he you know he claimed that he wanted to see a better bridge for me, in, in which I replied back a tweet that got retweeted fifty times and a hundred people, and, and it was a perfect bridge throwing a guy who's you know twice my size. Um, I don't know what he's thinking. You know, if he, if he thinks I'm not uh, qualified to be in this tournament, he's out of his mind. Uh, I don't know. He, he he booked some people in this thing that uh, you know I would think they aren't as qualified as me, but but that's uh you know the, that's under his impression. Uh, you, you have somebody who's going to train in Cuba with some of the best wrestlers in the entire world that kind of qualifies for blood sport, but uh, not under his eyes. You know, not to mention it's blood sport, but uh, I don't think he's ever done a death match or, or anything. In fact, uh, you know, I don't think he's ever bled probably more than whatever it is in a heavyweight fight, which are, you know, brutal. Uh, so exciting. Except <laughs> when he's got knocked out a few times, but, you know, it's
0: <laughs> I love this. This is great. Absolutely. Yeah, we will definitely do that.
2: I think we Why know not? the we know the title of this one. If you haven't if you haven't noticed that we kind of take on the friends type titles, the the one with, <laughs> I think we know exactly what this is going to be. Called.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we've already got the title.
2: Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, but so keep going like you were saying. No,
1: no. no. Yeah, and then Friday, uh, I. Right now, I'm not set to compete, but I'll, I'll definitely probably be at the Chikar event. That'll be in the morning. You guys, you know, whoever's up there should check it out. Mm-hmm. And then following that will be Black Label Pro. Then I'll am on the uh, the, uh, the i be on that event. I'm not sure what the exact match is yet. They're still working to finalize some stuff. The, the, you know, the guys had to move some things around. But Black Label Pro has been phenomenal. I love working there. The guy runs it. He's, he's outstanding. Um, they bring in some of the top talents around the world. And, and that's definitely a company that I think is going to have another breakout year and, and just kind of blow up even more than they have already have. And then uh, Saturday, that Saturday, I'm not sure what uh, I'm finalizing to, some stuff some stuff for that. And then uh, Mania will be on Sunday. Hopefully I'll be able to attend that again. We'll find out.
0: Yeah, um, we will be up there on Sunday for sure. Um, we will be attending Mania as well. So uh, we'll definitely have to get in touch and try and uh, meet up up there if you uh, end up coming.
1: Absolutely, for sure.
0: So uh, I mean, we thank you so much for being on with us. Um, it was really good talking to you again, and um, I mean, we'll be, of course, looking at anything local. We're, we're going to be trying to get to anything and everything uh, as usual with when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, but we love coming and watching uh, watching Rory Gulak do his thing because he's one of the most entertaining uh, independent wrestlers that we that we watch. Period.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys reaching out and checking up on me and. and uh you know we said we're gonna talk for 20 minutes but it's always fun talking to you guys and, and we got a good conversation in. and uh thank you for listening to uh what's been updated with me and and uh i always like to tell you guys how it is and, and tell you guys the truth and stuff so i will stand out that barnett is a bitch and uh you know if he wants to fight me in the parking lot on the fourth blood sport i'll be out there I'm, I'm, i'll be happy to meet him right there no problem
2: yeah we'll get you to 5,000 followers you're fighting them with the rory mondo face paint
1: Oh, there, he's not even going to show up if that happens. <laughs> he, wants, uh, he wants the amazing Rory Gulak, of anything. <laughs>
0: All right, Rory, thanks so much for being on with us, and we uh, really appreciate it, and uh, we'll be talking to
2: you very soon.
1: Thank you, guys. All right.
2: And there you have it, yet another amazing interview with Rory, Gu- Rory Gulak. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little tongue-tied on that Rory one. Rory Gulak. Rory Gulak, I mean, he really is a down-to-earth guy. I mean, he's not hes not playing really a part when he's on with us. He's down-to-earth, uh, really cool guy to talk to. Yeah, just
0: very genuine and um,
2: yeah, he is, doesn't bu- is who he
0: is no matter what.
2: There's no real bullshit. He, like he said, there's no bullshit. Just kind of like the way he wrestles. Yeah. There's always a point. There's always a point of what he's doing in the ring. There's always a purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: um... We're going to kind of fast forward a little bit and run through some of our segments um, that we typically do on our weekly show.
2: Um, but we're going to so, do them in supersonic speed, like we're Sonic the fucking hedgehog coming at you, getting all those rings. Okay, cool. Where was I at? Uh,
0: <laughs> where am I? I
2: was somewhere. But I
0: don't remember where. But uh, let's. I have that effect on people. Yes, you do. Let's go to rumors.
2: Oh shit Look at all these rumors surrounding me every day. I just need some time, some time to get away from, from all these rumors. I can't take it no more. And my best
1: friend says what I never meet in a gun
0: Alright, so this first one after reading it. I really can't see it happen. I mean, I believe that WWE would do it, but I can't see it happening with everything that's developing as far as storyline goes. Hit me with it. After announcing he's in remission, Roman
2: Reigns is now highly rumored to main event WrestleMania. I mean, the only way I can see that happening is, is if he somehow gets involved in the Lesnar-Rollins. Yeah. That'd be it. Because they're not going to... Who the hell would he face... That he, had, he hasn't already beaten to main event, unless it's The Rock. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was going to wait
0: till you, you were done your thought.
2: But yeah, I would say The Rock. That's okay. I'm never finished with my thoughts. <laughs> I could have thoughts to the end of time. <clears throat> what was I talking about? The Rock. Okay. Yeah, that would be the only way a non-title, especially with the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey. and I mean, that's the most talked about. Not even Lesnar-Rollins is the most talked about. Yeah. No, but, right. I mean... Roman Reigns is going to be riding a high and a hot streak for a little while now. I mean, now would be the time if you ever wanted that reaction, whatever that WrestleMania reaction is. But I don't think he'd get it with a one-off against The Rock. I mean, there would be people that would be excited to see it, but I don't think it's what you want that ending to be to WrestleMania. Depending on not even it doesn't even depend on who wins. It doesn't really matter at that point.
0: No, it doesn't. And that would have to be a really, really, really fast build, out of nowhere,
2: and. It would have to make sense, right? Well, like, why the fuck is the Rock? Was he gonna at this point in time? I mean, this week with the when they were interviewing Corbin backstage and he made the the shot about the cancer. I mean, that would be how you would have to build it. The Rock would almost have to be like happy that Roman had cancer or some shit <laughs> for that to even make. It doesn't even make sense, but yeah, to actually build a feud. No, you're right. It, it would it'd be a lot of work, and it,
0: it'd have to make sense, and have to fit in in a very short time period for it to make
2: sense. Not, yeah. it, I mean, with the WWE, it doesn't really need to make sense if it's who they want to push is who. They, I don't think Goldberg fucking Brock Lesnar made too much sense, but that happened.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. It it, it was more of a redemption
2: match for both guys than anything else. Goldberg already had the 2 two two o advantage. He didn't need to wrestle that last one. He had the 2-0. What the fuck? Come on, man. He had to... Goldberg, was ha- he was driving the 2.0. <laughs> he didn't have to do shit.
0: So, no uh, one was next. He was done. So according to the dirty sheets, Kofi Kingston is getting the exact same push that was scheduled for Mustafa Ali before he got hurt.
2: We kind of... Well, was it? it was questioned. I don't know how reliable this source is.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're saying Ali was originally set to go over an hour in the gauntlet match and be the final man eliminated in the elimination chamber match.
2: Yeah, but like does he Daniel get Urbanian. that overpour of of support from the fans to th- the point of I where think it so. becomes Ali Mania? I think so. Mustafa Mania. Yeah. Oh, that has a nice ring to it. Mustafa Mania. Mustafa Mania. I like that better than Kofi Mania. The sound of it. Oh, well, it's because yeah. you love alliteration, and it's two M's.
0: Sure. Okay. Um, no, but you can't tell me that if Mustafa Ali busted his ass like Kofi did in that gauntlet match, he would doesn't have the, doesn't have with.
2: the same pedigree though.
0: No, you're right. It, it's two completely different stories as far as Kofi being that veteran and Mustafa being the up and comer. But I mean, yeah, I think either way, it's a huge reaction no matter what. If they, if they just book it the exact same way, you just switch the guys. I think it's a giant reaction either way.
2: Yeah, the only thing that's different is now you have, you have two guys behind Kofi that are helping <clears throat> that push. I mean, Ali would have had to pretty much do it all himself. Yes. Yeah. Also,
0: um, they're reporting that Vince McMahon is now seriously considering putting the
2: WWE Championship on Kofi Kingston. I mean... I'm sure he goes through this every time that someone gets hot out of nowhere. Cause I mean, it's happened before. People just come in, they get hot, and you're like, oh, are they going to ride it? Or Because like, they got... Corbin was... They were highly looked at on Cor- I mean, look at, just look at Sandow. Damien Sandow got hot. Yes. He had the briefcase, lost it, but then got over again in different fashions, but they were never able to really... Never wanted to like sink their teeth and actually run with it yeah i mean and they have a history of doing that i mean if you're not that person that they're that they want to be on top you might not get that but i mean smackdown live does have a little bit different system
0: yes yeah compared to raw you tell it's booked a little bit differently
2: so yeah kofi would definitely survive and flourish as a champion on smackdown
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope, and I hope he does. I really hope he gets that moment. Although Mosca
2: hasn't, and she's, who who the fuck knows where she is? She's just getting opponents out of nowhere now.
0: Yeah, her Mandy Rose for the title at Fastlane.
2: Oh, they're going to put the title on Mandy Rose. They are. I agree. I think the same thing. So. um, And then that just feeds right into the stereotypical blonde, big-titted, Woman gets. I mean, she's from, got talent. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it fits right into the stereotype.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, she's a lot more talented than the blondes
2: of, of yesteryear. yesteryear. Yeah, the blondes of yesteryear.
0: That sounds like a good like half hour special. See, I was going the other way. I would think it sound like a good uh, hair metal
2: band. The blondes of yesteryear, like one, like it sounds like a good movie title for that that theme. Yeah, like a couple guys come back. They're like, yeah, I think we're gonna do a reunion tour. <laughs> Like, fat, out of shape, toothless fucking hicks. All right. blondes of yesteryear. That's actually pretty good. I'm sure I could write something up. I could whip up a nice fucking storyline for that one. So, WWE is planning a heel turn and singles push. I think I see John C. Riley playing one of the guys. Like, he's balding, but he's blonde, but he kind of looks like Hulk Hogan. Can I go back to wrestling? I'm trying to give a visual for the people out there who don't care about what you're saying, and now they're highly invested in the blondes of yesteryear. I'm going to think it's probably the other way around. Okay. Um, We'll never know, because no one ever tells us how into this idea they're going to be.
0: WWE is planning a heel turn and singles push for Raw Tag Team Champion Bobby Roode.
2: Tim, Which... Tim Meadows could be the other one. Them, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You get John C. Riley, but then you get the black guy with the blonde hair. It's kind of like uh, Wesley Snipes when he did the blonde hair for <laughs> that movie, but it's it's balding once again. <laughs> I'm thinking that's a you recipe are for horrible. With one being just a one-track mind and not being able to think of anything else, it, se- it seems like it's it's got hit written all over it. Fox is going to sign. This is going to be your freaking lineup. The blondes of yesteryear. Should I even go on? Yeah. We, I, mean... <laughs> I mean, continue, please. Give the fans what they want, for God's sakes. I thought that's
0: what you were doing. Well, not not according to you. Come on. Out um, with it. So I, I basically said it, but you just kept going with Tim Meadows with him and his blonde hair. Um, but I think everyone has thought it's about time, and this is way past the expected point of where you wanted Bobby Roode to be turned. Uh, It's just now it's just an afterthought at this point. People have stopped caring.
2: Yeah. As soon as they put him in the the tag team, people were just waiting for it to be, okay, well, I guess he's going to turn eventually. Like he's got to turn soon. This isn't the path that he should be taking. Yes. Because he came out of NXT and he was this brash, arrogant, rich boy who basically got handed everything, won the title left. And now he's going to be this brash, arrogant guy on the main roster. The only problem is when you get the main roster, you got to work your way now up from the bottom to the top, unless you're certain people. But no, for the most part, that's how the transgression goes. Yeah. Some just do it slower than others. <clears throat> Bobby Roode is moving at a glacier type speed.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I hope it, I hope it's true. I hope they actually do it.
2: At this point. Yeah. Well, how invested would you be able to get into it though?
0: I, I, I depending think, on where they take it yeah it, it would have to yeah it would, of or course is it, it would have to he have turns the, heel of and then sits which all damn, to the side well then that wouldn't of course you know, i mean no one would be interested in that. You're looking
2: at the main players right now who are made the major tv time i mean root falls back to almost to the main event type roster and I'm which is a shame to say but he's not i mean they're not no one has really invested in himself. He had it coming in. He had what you wanted. He had the look. He had the gimmick. He had the theme song. And you did, what did you do with it? Well, I'm wondering if these superstars
0: that they called up that are wrestling on both shows right now, are they all going to land on one? Are they going to split them up? Because that's a big, a really big decision maker on what you're going to do with Rude. Because you have these guys, ultra-talented The top of the top of NXT.
2: Yeah. It's tough now because if they get over quickly, which Aleister Black seems to be doing a little bit quicker than probably the rest of them, Mm -hmm. I mean, you kind of push the rest back. I mean, all those people that you're looking for to do something now get pushed even further back. By Black. Yes, by... Thank you. You're welcome. And now you're just... Wasting away in the back. So, I mean, that about it's wraps tough. up... It's tough. What can you say? Uh, yeah, I, I I
0: just hope... I hope it, it works and they book it right, and that way it'll...
2: They kind of need to start, like, mixing NXT into it. Like, sending... Like, it, what we've said in the beginnings of this show is to somehow get people to go back to NXT and not make it look like a... Demotion. Demotion. Yeah. But, I mean... It kind of is, because it looks like you couldn't make it on the main roster. Now you gotta, now you got to be defeated and go back to NXT, which shouldn't be looked at as a bad thing. But, I mean, I guess if you made it to the main roster, it is a bad thing. Yeah, I think, like you're well... On, you go from live TV to TV tapings again, and being on the road and being a full sale. I mean...
0: It depends on what you're looking for in a career, in your career. Because, but if you look at NXT... I mean, if you're not wanting to be the main event, then what the fuck are you there for? No, I agree with you. I know. But, I mean, it depends on what you've done, what you already have done in your career. You know what I mean? Like a um, like a Sheamus or a Cesaro. That, Those kind of guys, you can take them down to NXT and have good matches with the bigger guys. You know what I mean? Or even, even the smaller guys. It really doesn't matter. You can do certain things where guys who have made their money... I mean, Cesaro hasn't really had the title, but Sheamus has... Sheamus is a one that you. know I mean, he can go down. He's had
2: his titles. He had his money. Hey, but here's the thing, though. Sheamus is n- probably never going to go to NXT. He was never there to begin with. No, I understand that. I'm just saying, as far as a concept
0: of the type of superstar that that would
2: you could send benefit anyone. Going I mean, down. you could send anyone back there just to. I mean, it also works better for you anyway because now you're beefing up ratings for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: But I, I mean, I we'll see what happens
0: in October when when uh when fox takes over for smackdown and and see what happens with nxt because a lot
2: more cutthroat
0: and they're saying that nxt might be moving to fs1 so that could mean actual live shows i mean
2: they're ready for that yeah absolutely i mean the the takeovers are phenomenal and they've already been telling their stories they've already gotten used to it so it's about time they move it to live tv what do you got for us next I'm out of the rumor mill, where yes. we're where we're landing next is
0: this week in wrestling. We Touch on some topics that popped up this week. One big one that came out of this um, this week with everything going on on Raw and SmackDown, which were two very good shows, all in all, fast paced. Yeah, um, is the Hardy Boys returned to their old music
2: and Matt? Although Matt did come out deleting he, people, but well, he's now a mix of all of his personas yes so he's gonna be so fucking out there it's gonna he he was good he was very good who knows how what he's gonna be and he's he's in really good shape really good shape probably the best shape i think i've ever i've seen him him in probably at least 10 years
0: yeah so but the reason that they're back is the hardys have picked up an option that wwe hadn't picked up but they I guess we're able to to use the option as a third year option and now instead of their contracts ending this month come march coming up it's next year next march
2: you already bo- give a boost to the tag division Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediate boost you've got now you've got people that haven't watched in a while oh shit who's your favorite tag team in that era that was the fucking hardy boys edge and christian or the dudleys the Hardys are back. Hell yeah. We're going to tune back in. You already get a boost. Yeah. It's a
0: gimme. And then you got the people that are already there for Jeff. And then the people that love the broken and woken character of Matt. The
2: version one broken yeah. Matt of Mattitude. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So um, another another thing happening this week happens every time this, this season is the Hall of Fame inductions. Last week we talked about DX in China. All we bro- we broke it down for you. Yeah. So this week we have our next announcement, and that is the Honky Tonk Man will also be in the class of 2019.
2: Now, the last time I saw the Honky Tonk Man, which was probably Oof. right around a year ago, he didn't look like he was getting. Re- he was in any shape to be giving any type of speech. I hope he gets. I hope he doesn't look like he just walked out of a freaking. A time capsule <laughs> I, I mean i don't know how else to put it
0: yeah he looked a uh, really really beat down and old
2: how long was i here for <laughs> 400 years no way
0: um i mean i, I he deserves the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time
2: he just one of the greatest characters as far as the gimmicks go I, mean, I have a feeling this might be the Hillbilly Jim speech of I agree. Of this year. I mean, depending on who else is named, but yeah, I agree. Depends on how nostalgic he wants to get with his stories. Yeah. He's going to be telling stories of the road, and no one's going to know what the fuck he's talking about.
0: You know what, speaking of the, with the Hall of Fame, you know how people were complaining that wrestlers were leaving and there were empty seats come the end of the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. WWE has said no wrestler is allowed to leave until the ceremony is over for this year's holiday.
2: There's going to be a lot of tired people the next night. Yeah.
0: Well, but people were leaving and going out and partying. Oh, they were in New Orleans. Yeah. Or so, oh, New Orleans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how they say it down there. New yeah. Orleans. Yeah. Um, so Say it with your chest. Oh, that's how you say that? New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Um, it's all one word.
0: Other than the Hall of Fame and that, uh, Kevin Owens taking Kofi Kingston's spot at Fastlane. It's a a
2: bizarre—I mean, when the rumor mill spins, I mean, sometimes they swing and they hit a home run. Sometimes they swing and miss. This time, I think they hit a foul tip. (laughs) I mean, they said that Kevin Owens was rumored to come back and be the one that's facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Well, he's already back, and he's already wiggled his way into a title shot. Yep. Not at WrestleMania, at Fastlane. But, I mean, I don't. this doesn't seem like it's going to be a one-off. But it doesn't seem like Kofi's out of this equation at all. Correct. I think, yeah. It seems like he's right in the middle of it. Now, does this mean we get Kofi in there at Mania? Does that mean we get our WrestleMania moment? Because if you think about it, I only see one WrestleMania moment happening for for one person. I don't think it's going to be Becky.
0: Me and you... Yeah, that's one thing me and you disagree on. I, I still think... I you don't think, think gonna be.
2: You think it's going to be a clean sweep? No, I don't think it's going to be a queen... A queen...
0: <laughs> a queen sweep. No, oh, I don't... Oh, heavens! <laughs> a, the Queen of England!
2: I'm going to sweep you away! You could
0: have went one of two ways with that. You could have went the way you went, or you could have went Queen the Band. Which You most... really
2: think I was going to be able to hit a...
0: <laughs> no, Freddie could have, Mercury type have... fucking... It's not like you wouldn't try. People who listen to our show have heard you sing
2: before. I don't want to pierce anyone's eardrums.
0: Oh, okay. So, a clean sweep. No, I do not believe that. But I do believe Becky Lynch is winning, and I do believe that Kofi will win. I think Brock is still walking away with the title.
2: Because now that Roman's back, exactly, he's going to reclaim. Yeah. But, uh, yes, I think two out of the three. I, I think one out of the three. I think if we're going any which way, I think... Becky doesn't win it because I think that this carries on. I don't know who wins it, either uh, Ronda or Charlotte. It picks up – they're so embedded in this storyline, and it's just those three. They're the main focus, and it's hurting the rest of the women's division, quite honestly, but they're the main focus. Mm -hmm. And they will continue to be, if handled correctly. That's why I think Becky doesn't win because now – You have pissed off people that want to see her win and they want to see her every week come and just completely go apeshit until she gets her chance again, until she gets that title shot, until she eventually wins. And I agree with you on, I don't think Rollins walks out. As much as I really want Rollins to walk out the champion, I don't think he will. I think regardless, you're getting two.
0: If it happens the way we also talked about last episode with the Becky Lynch getting screwed by, by Vince... And, and Charlotte walking away with it, or Rhonda either way, but whoever does that, if she screwed, gets screwed over by Vince, I think that's going to be the win, heel.
2: I think that's a win-win. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: absolutely. It, it, it just builds a, such a... She mm, doesn't need it right now.
2: Big storyline. She no. really doesn't. It would. It might actually <clears throat> strap her a little bit if she gets the
0: title. But if that does happen, I believe Rollins does walk out then. I think no matter what, I think two really? out of three are happening, no matter what. I... I and the if, times they are a-changing? I, I think so. I think this we are the authority crap that they did say, it looks like they are actually starting to go oh, a certain you're, way.
2: Your simple mind.
0: Um, But I mean, I, I just, yeah, I think mania is always the culmination of a, a chapter of a book and a lot of times they like ending a, on a high note. How did they end last year? No. Believe me, I know, I know that they end negatively, but it seems the way everything's been booked.
2: You think it's going to be better than last year?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, and I think a lot of the baby faces are going over. A lot of the fan favorites are going over. I shouldn't say baby faces, but a lot of the They'll people give you that the, they cheer are you, going over. You'll
2: know in the beginning who's winning at the. Or you'll have a better idea because you'll see that if Styles Orton, you'll see Orton win. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is really rumored to be on. There's only a few that. There might only be what the. Rollins Lesnar is the only thing that's official. Rollins Lesnar and and well, right now official Charlotte and Charlotte Ronda. and Ronda. Yeah, those are the only ones that are really official. Yeah. Everyone else is still trying to qualify for. Yeah, exactly. Whatever match they're going for. Yeah. So I mean, a lot a
0: lot still to develop. A lot's going to happen. Um, Fastlane's is going to be interesting because you're going to have to see. Kofi find his way either if he finds his way into the fast lane match or, or it takes until after fast lane to set up um, you have to figure that something. this isn't over yet the no, only th- they I don't have think so to about.
2: handle this to the point of where he needs to stay relevant though throughout this whole time yes yeah they can't let any of that momentum because I mean it's a shame but the fans they have short attention spans
0: yeah sometimes sure. very short yeah
2: to keep him you have to keep him almost as much as the main focus as the title, if not more. I agree.
0: Yeah, Keep reminding
2: yeah. the people that like, this is what happened.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Or they'll forget.
0: Revisiting like... the gauntlet match. Revisiting what he's done. They, yeah. they, they still do that. You see them do it. So they can. it's still going to be able to be done. But that is going to wrap up our show this week. Um, again, we appreciate Rory Gulak being on. It's always... Fun talking to him. We haven't officially talked to him on the show in a while. Um, we've seen him at a couple of events, but it was good to have him on. And
2: uh, Yeah, it was yeah. nice of him to sit down and talk to us, shoot the shit, mm-hmm. call out Josh Barnett, make sure he, everyone knows that he's a bitch. Yeah. I mean, that was very, that was very nice of him to it come was. on and to, and to speak such kind words as to someone else. Yeah, in and, the business. and like we said before, I don't want to forget,
0: follow at Rory Gulak. Um, on Twitter, let's get let's get that. I want to get at that face.
2: If you're date. listening to us and you haven't yet, shame on you. Yeah, don't make us come there. <laughs> don't make us come there and put you in the ankle lock. We will make you tap out. So it's true, it's damn true. We hope you enjoyed the show
0: this week, and um, we will be talking to you very soon.